You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and screenwriters, including the film and television business. This is your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and I've had quite a lot of people have the notion in the film industry and in the television industry that equipment makes or breaks your content. This was also true when I was going to film school. And when I was going to film school, at that time, the camera from Canon, the staple 5D Mark II or the 5D Mark III was the go-to camera for filmmakers and highly sought out by some filmmakers for filmmaking. I've even had a teammate when he was filming his film go for the 5D Mark T just because the quality was good, but his, quite frankly, I'll just say it out there, his content was crap. And let me tell you, he just passed me over as his cinematographer because I needed experience. He passed me over because another teammate in the group had a better camera. Now, I didn't think anything of it. It was his film. It was his thing. But ever since that time, a lot of filmmakers tend to believe that it's your gear that makes or breaks your film. Now, I disagreed. And after my own research, after conducting my own research, what I found was that it's the filmmaker, the content creator himself or herself is what makes or breaks your content, not the equipment in concern. Now, whether or not you're the idiot filmmaker who hires a cinematographer not because of his skill, but because of the type of equipment he has, then I'm sorry to say that you're not a good filmmaker. And I'm not saying this to spike you, but if your content or if your films are not really that great, then no camera in the world can make or break your content. No camera in the world will give you the edge or the advantage over another filmmaker. If your content is bad, doesn't matter what equipment you use. 
doesn't matter if you're even utilizing a $30,000 piece of camera gear versus a $3,000 piece of camera gear. Also, you're meaning to tell me that you can just look at an image or you can look at a shot of a moving image, a scene, and tell me what camera captured that image? No, I don't think so. Because the closest thing you can come is tell me what lens, what brand of lens captured that image. Now, I would also go as far as suggesting that a great cinematographer or a great filmmaker will work around what he's got. So if he has a subpar camera gear equipment, that filmmaker or cinematographer will actually find a way to make it work. And once they do make it work, the content will speak for itself. And I'm not saying this to degrade or dismiss other filmmakers, but there are out there who actually believe that it is your equipment that makes or breaks your content. Now, I'm not exactly sure why they believe this and for what reason they believe this or whether or not they've been told this is the case and what evidence was provided is unknown, but the claim that equipment makes or breaks your content is false. Now, I'm not going to claim no evidence exists, but if there is evidence that exists that refutes my rebuttal, that equipment doesn't matter or equipment itself doesn't make or break a film or your content, let me know and I'll consider that evidence. And, you know, I use Sony equipment, but telling me that you can spot what camera captured a given image or a given moving image, like a scene or a shot, and tell me what camera took it, highly unlikely. Anyway, that is 
somewhat true when it comes to sound because in this instance, when it comes to sound, equipment does dictate the quality of your sound. And the reason I'm saying this is if you have excellent picture quality but crappy sound, your audience will simply switch off. Doesn't matter how great your movie is. Doesn't matter whether or not you used a um, camera, a better quality camera or a cheap quality camera. Doesn't matter. But if your sound is crap, then that would also turn them off. That would tell turn them off. But on the other hand, if your sound is great, but your image is subpar, the audience will forgive you. They'll sit through it, but they'll forgive you nonetheless. And that is the only exception that equipment matters in capture sounding, in capturing sound. Now, after the break, what I'm going to do is tell you a little bit about the relationship between the filmmaker and the cinematographer. So, let's cut to the break and continue then. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters. And then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry. And you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquires today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Whales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. Now, before the break, I was telling you about why equipment doesn't necessarily make or break your film. In fact, I defended the fact that equipment doesn't, in fact, make or break your film. I also included a little bit of why it's somewhat important that equipment makes or breaks your film. That is in the sound department. That's the only exception. So... Moving forward with this second half of the episode, it's the relationship between the filmmaker and the cinematographer. Now, you may think that it is somewhat of like a married couple, and you'd be right. It is somewhat like a married couple because... Your cinematographer, your relationship with your cinematographer actually 
determines whether or not you two work together as a team to help you, the filmmaker's film, come to reality. Now, I've heard that if the cinematographer doesn't like you for whatever reason or if the cinematographer has problems with you, he or she can easily mess up your film or TV show. And that's extremely bad for business, is what I'm told. But the key factor here is, just like in a marriage, you will find that one person one significant other that you would spend with the re- for the rest of your life, the cinematographer is kind of the same because that one cinematographer that you find is not only who is good for the job or who is ideal for the job, but you would be working with him or her for quite a long time and maybe you're the type of filmmaker who likes to work with other cinematographers to you know ride the carousel so to speak now to figure out which cinematographer is the best and get some experience going work with a variety of cinematographers to figure out what you won't, but it's that one cinematographer that is perfect for you. And as a filmmaker, you'd want to stick to him or her like glue. So the cinematographer, very important role in film and TV because not only is this person extremely highly paid among the crew, this person actually has a lot of skill and he has, he or she has under them other camera crew like the first assistant camera or the second assistant camera, so one AC and two AC as what the abbreviation goes by. And this person will also have the grip and the gaffer who also who, who what they their job is they'll just take care of the lights. The positioning of the lights, they'll take care of if the lights not working, they'll figure out what's wrong, you know. All that. But the cinematographer's job is to figure out how to best deliver the shot or how to best deliver the film according to the filmmaker's vision. Now, if you're hoping to be a cinematographer, the first thing you should try to do is 
learn the basics of three-point lighting. Now, there are many YouTube videos and many filmmaking courses that do teach you this, but my best recommendation is get familiar and master the three-point lighting after which you can get creative you can manipulate the lighting to match the filmmaker's vision of things and having said all that the cinematographer also should know his camera gear a lot of cinematographers do actually come with their camera gear. So for some filmmakers, this may be a deal breaker because some filmmakers insist on a particular piece of camera gear that will make or break their decision on who to hire, that will determine who they hire or which cinematographer they hire, regardless of their skill or suitability for the job. But what I would do is I would pick a cinematographer who is, A, familiar with his gear, knows the strengths and weaknesses of his gear, that's B, and C, knows how to work around the weaknesses of his camera gear. So, for example, if a camera doesn't allow a cinematographer to achieve a certain shot, then it's the cinematographer's job to figure out, a.k.a. become resourceful in terms of how to accomplish that shot or how to deliver that's shot without compromise. So, which is why filmmakers and cinematographers have a sit-down before officially being hired by the filmmaker to determine how the cinematographer will deliver the vision of the filmmaker that is interviewing him or her. So, it's more than just a business relationship between the filmmaker and the cinematographer. It's more like a marital relationship. Now, they're not literally married, of course, but it's kind of like that. So, the next time you pick a cinematographer, if you are a filmmaker, choose carefully. And my tip for you, don't simply go for a cinematographer because he has a certain piece of gear that you like. Go for him or her because of his skill. If he knows his camera gear, if he knows strengths and weaknesses, and if he or she 
knows how to work around the strengths and weaknesses of his camera gear. Very important. So, with that being said, this is Jared Dean Winchester. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Saturdays with the Story Dude. And until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page.